We've got another episode of Entertoss IT Tech Talks. On this episode, Ray, Marco, and I have the guys from Vertical Cable on, and we're going to do a nice little interview with them and learn all things Vertical Cable. And uh, I'm going to actually have Ray do the interview today. So, hey, Ray, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. You know that's dangerous to give me control of this, right? Uh, it's going to be fun. I can't wait. Oh, great. Uh, for all of our uh, people listening, I'm apologizing now. This is uh, <laughs> completely off the cuff. We're going to see how bad things are, or maybe how great things are. You never know. Um, so before we jump in with Vertical Cable, we, we have our, our special guest, Marco, who is now married Marco. Marco. Congratulations, buddy. Married Marco. <laughs> Yay. I'm back. I'm back, guys. And I have to say, I feel the same. So I guess that's not a bad thing. <laughs> I feel like it's a great thing. So t- tell, tell us about the wedding, Marco. Tell us about your beautiful bride. Well, you know, it's it's you, you think that uh, it's kind of made up when people say, oh, you'll find your soulmate. But, you know, not to be sappy, but I definitely feel like I, I lucked out big time on, uh, on that with Tara. And... Uh, she did 99% of everything planning wise and decor and getting everything set up. And I did the 1% of whatever I did. Cause I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, the one thing I said, I, everyone tells me you never eat at your wedding. And I was like, that'll never be me. Well, sure enough, <laughs> we didn't eat at our wedding, <laughs> but it really came out um, absolutely, you know, stunning, just amazing. And, um, I, I was, very glad we did what we did and and it's been awesome it really has right. been. so you know i was i was very fortunate enough to be a part of that uh, celebration so marco thank you but i will tell you the food was phenomenal so <laughs> you definitely missed out man well i'm i'm glad i'm glad people enjoyed it then <laughs> yeah the uh the table i was sitting at was we, we were a fun table we kept trying to to get more out of the kitchen and uh <laughs> We'll just let, we'll just leave it at that. But no, it was it was an amazing time. It was a beautiful celebration, and and obviously, you know, on behalf of everybody here and and part of the technology community, you know, congratulations. We are we're all really very happy for you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very much. Congrats. Thanks for coming, and thanks for you guys being uh, being what I consider very close friends. So I appreciate it. Rub my eyes now. <laughs> <laughs> on, to, on, to the, on to the next part of the interview. We did enough of that at the wedding, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. So I want to welcome the team from Vertical Cable. Uh, Can you guys introduce yourself for everybody listening? Mike, you can go first. Uh, I'm uh, Mike K. I'm a marketing coordinator here. Hi, I'm Joe Moore. I'm the director of national sales. I'm out of New York. Mike's out of Florida. Excellent. And and most people know Mike because Mike is part of our Slack community, and Mike is the person that we do the most communications with. Mike, can you tell us a little bit about what you do for Vertical Cable? Um, I basically, um, what I do is um, I talk to you guys, which is uh, always an awesome experience, especially when you you have some projects like we have in uh, Ben Wilson's uh, Senior Center. It's just such such a pleasure to go and meet you all there and see uh, professionals at work. Um, using us and um, basically all marketing communications that vertical cable um, does um, kind of like um, in uh, in charge of it and um, uh, social media and uh, some catalogs website uh, basically you name it and we don't forget we have um, three offices California, New York, and Florida, and uh, our plant in Texas, and now uh, the new uh, office in North Carolina for uh, optical fiber uh, cables. So it's um, it's challenging. It's awesome. I love vertical cable, and um, I don't feel like it's, you know, 9 to 5 and whatever. It's always a challenge. It's always a journey, and it's always amazing. So speaking of journey, where exactly are you right now? So that's, that's, yeah, I, I forgot to tell you, I supposed to go to Czech Republic, to Prague for my vacation, but it got canceled because uh, uh, my partner got sick and um, I had to re- reschedule everything. So I'm f- in Florida right now. Sorry, boring, but yeah, it's true. Oh, well, 
I guess I failed the pre-interview questionnaire. I guess I didn't read that part. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I forgot to tell can, can you. you. Can you lie to us and just tell us you're over the Czech Republic? And tell us how beautiful <laughs> it is there? I, I can't. I was there, so I can, I can tell you anything you want. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Many of you guys know Mike. Uh, Mike was actually with us for the Ben Wilson Project. And, uh, you know, not only was Mike there to support us from Vertical Cable, Mike actually spent a great deal of time terminating the product that he brought, as well as uh, interviewing members of the team and making some amazing marketing videos. So, Mike, you know, we can't thank you enough, man. You were you were such a huge part of that project. So thank you so very much. And it, it's so rare that you get a group of guys, especially guys that, you know, push products, so to speak. Uh, but we had you and Theron on site literally doing the work for us. So that 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 to me and, and to Brandon and, and Marco was absolutely incredible. So thank you so, so, so much. No, yes, that, thank you. That, thank you. Thank you, guys. So you did an amazing job, and thank you for being a part of it. Well, we, uh, we're, we're trying to work on the next one. Do you have any ideas for the next project, Mike, maybe where you might want to do it? Uh, Czech Republic, Prague. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I finally go there. <laughs> yeah, does Vertical Cable ship to the Czech Republic, Prague? I mean, if they do, I'm in. I mean, Mike, I bring mean a big suitcase. We, we can ship anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of shipping anywhere, let, let's talk about Canada for a minute. We've got a friend up in Canada that claims they can't get much of your product. Do you guys, is, is that something that you guys are looking into or looking for distribution up in Canada? Or do you have no, partners we have up distribution there up there. What part really? of Canada are they in? What, what part of the world is Robin? Uh, everybody that has been talking about it is all in Ontario, mainly centralized around Toronto. Uh, okay, so that would be, let's see. I want to say TLD or something along. TDL. Yeah, TDL. yeah. TDL. There we go. But TDL, it, they, they actually, they're on both sides of the country. So they're in Trenton, Ontario. Mm-hmm. We don't handle those customers out of New York, but most of the shipments to Canada come out of New York. So I'm very familiar with the names. Uh, um, l- l- let me get it. Can, can we go go uh, back to this question uh, later? Uh-huh, no, sure. absolutely. no, no, absolutely. I was just, uh, just posing the question because it was something that came up. And obviously we want to make sure that we're promoting and supporting you guys as much as you support us. So we want to make sure that our, Canadian brethren to the north is are able to get the same amazing service and products that uh, we're able to get here in the states. Uh, Joe, tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah. Uh, I am the director of national sales. Um, been in God low voltage cable manufacturing since '94, I believe. Um, I Vertical used to be one of my customers uh, for about five or six years. Uh, once they started working on opening up the plant, uh, that's when I, once the plant was ready is when I moved here. So I had worked with them for about four or five years beforehand, um, moved here when we looked at the business um, at the time, that was back in 2013, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. We basically decided they really needed a location in the Northeast because they, at that point they only had California and Florida. Um, I live in New York. I was supposed to move to Florida, uh, but instead we decided to open up a new facility in New York. So I stayed here and we built the national distribution, I guess our national sales branch in New York. Um, we handle most of the big boys. So like the Accutex, the Gray Bars, Wesco's, most of that stuff comes through New York and then the larger regionals. You guys know them, um, Cable and Connections. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another one in New York called uh, DSG. There's one out in Texas and Massachusetts, um, Certified, Certified Connections. Connections. Yep. yep. Um, so most of all of those customers all come through New York. And that's basically what we do. I handle sales for the whole company. So I, I well, Let's say um, up until two years ago, I spent most of my time just traveling around the country. Um, haven't done that in about two years. Hopefully sometime in the beginning of next year, we'll be able to do that again. Uh, but that's basically it. I, I'm out of New York. I run the New York office. We have maybe, what do we have, eight people here now, 15,000 square foot facility. And we ship most of the Canada stuff, um, a lot of the East Coast and into the middle of the country. That's me in a nutshell. 
No, uh, other than that, I did uh, manufacturing since what ninety four. I said before that was retail. So we saw last week you guys had your uh, Thanksgiving Day you know celebration with your employees, which we all thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. How many employees do you guys have roughly at each of your locations? Well, New York, there's eight. California, there's okay. Hold on, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Somewhere around the same. They may be eight or nine. Mike, how many people down in Florida these days? Um, uh, so we have, like, officially um, up to 20. And uh-huh. by officially, I mean uh, uh, some some people work from home still. Uh, salespeople, some salespeople work from home. Uh, but they are from, 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 from here, from Florida. And they uh, come, like, to trainings and... Um, um, some seminars when we have them here in the office. Uh, but, um, yeah, like uh, warehouse uh, staff is pretty big and um, accounting here, marketing, operations. Um, yeah, altogether, I would say up to 20 here. Okay. So you guys aren't a very large organization, but you're spread across the country and you're you're still able to deliver you know, quite a bit of product and services to to our teams, which is pretty amazing. We are very focused when it comes to that. Mike, can you talk to us about some of your new products that you guys are offering? Uh, yeah, um, it's uh, basically we, uh, everybody knows Vertical Keyboard for twisted pair systems and solutions. Um, but now we just um, brought optical fiber systems as well. And that includes ball cable, outside plan, and indoor-outdoor, which we ship from North Carolina office, and um, all connectivity products that needed for that, like enclosures, pigtails, adapter plates, and stuff like that. So um, we are really very excited about VC fiber. That's how we call this direction. And um, right now, as we speak, the uh, new catalog is being printed, and uh, it will include both twisted pair systems and optical fiber systems. And uh, we have most of those products in stock, and uh, we, we're selling them already. Uh, we are in touch with um, a few um, guys, pretty pretty uh, popular guys at um, uh, low voltage uh, community um, um, uh, I'm not sh- I'm not sure I can I can I can uh, say who they are but uh, they are very big in uh, fiber and uh, we are working on some um, there are two projects we're working on right now and they're super super cool and you guys will get um, all the information first because uh, but I just didn't see them talking about it yet because it's still in uh, as a project we're just developing some new cool cool products together and uh, it's something that um, we will be able to offer uh, that we not just simply bring some enclosures or some boxes uh, from from somewhere and sell them resell them we actually design um, those products and um make sure that they are unique so we can, you know, compete with uh, bigger guys in optical fiber. Well, that's pretty exciting. I, I have my assumptions on who that may be, but I, I yeah. won't make any assumptions on this right most now. Likely. Most likely. Yeah, most no, likely. that's awesome. That's really cool to hear. Uh, one of the the products that we just saw uh, Pierce was using was uh, the new eye punch tool. Give us a little rundown on that. Yeah, it's um, it's a s- like little brother or stepbrother of uh, uh, eye punch tool for regular unshielded keystone jacks uh, from, from us. And um, it's a little bit smaller just because we removed the cable cutter over there in, 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 in the one for shielded cables. Um, uh, and uh, But it's, it's still, uh, still the same heavy-duty, very high-quality tool uh, cuts super smooth and clean, and uh, just um, I'm very excited that we brought it. Just because we we were getting um, many requests about specifically shielded uh, keystone jacks, like some some guys work with them, 
and they were like asking all the time, "Hey, uh, like, are you planning to bring iPunch tool for 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 those?" And um, here we go. Um, we did, and uh, it works like like as as you know, it's designed just for vertical cable uh, Keystone jacks. So the blue handle works for unshielded. All categories unshielded. You don't need like any uh, in, inserts or whatever. And uh, the green handle iPunch tool works with shielded uh, vertical cable Keystone jacks as well. Cat six, Cat five, Cat six A. You don't need any inserts, and uh, it just super super awesome awesome tool. And uh, I'm excited that we brought it uh, by Thanksgiving. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, Pierce already he he told me that he doesn't really use many shielded Keystone jacks, but um, uh, looks like he liked it. Uh, but another question was, and I don't know if you can answer this, but I'm sure Marco could for us is. Why would you use a shielded jack? What's the best application for that? Shielded jack is going to be really when you have potential of a lot of interference from the outside. So a lot of signals within one specific area um, on the commercial side, if you're in a place like an airport, um, casinos, things like that, any place where you have a large amount of different signals in the vicinity of where you're working or where your network is. So, so-called har- harsh environments. Yes. So. Right. And it, it, it kills the electromagnetic interference. So like if you have radio frequencies like an Amazon, your FedEx, any type of large facilities that use like mm-hmm. just a massive amount of radio frequency, whether that's, you know, your, your barcode scanners, you know, your wireless handhelds, like, Large places such as like your your massive Amazon hubs, uh, your FedEx distributions, your UPSs, all of that is typically a shielded uh, product endpoint to endpoint to eliminate all of that uh, EMI. Well, that yep. definitely makes a lot of sense. I know that was a question that was brought up in our group, and I wanted to make sure that was addressed. Yeah, I know. The, uh, UPS, when UPS was doing their facilities, um, they were specifically using all CAT6A. The cable was CAT6A shielded green plenum, and the jacks were all the shielded jacks because um, we did a bunch of their, a few of their sites over the last couple of years. Sorry about that, guys. There, I was getting a little bit of interference, and I just muted myself. We'll edit this part nope. out. Don't worry about <laughs> you, it. You need a shielded jack for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. How about that? If we had a shielded jack, we could have a little less interference. On there this. you go. Maybe I'll keep this part in. You never know. So, Marco, do you have any uh, questions for vertical cable? Any anything on the products? Uh, I mean, you know, just uh, over the years. I mean, geez, the twenty plus years of doing this, it's just. Uh, I have to say, not to toot anybody's horn, but the product has just been extremely reliable through and through. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, you guys are on here, but whether I've been using, you know, a Levitin, a Ortronics, uh, a Panduit, whatever, you know, quote unquote, top tier product I've used in the past. I, I mean, I don't think I've ever had a failure rate on any of your, your equipment. Mm-hmm. So it's, that's rather mind blowing to me. To, to have a manufacturer that can actually do that. Um, and maybe it's just your quality control per, you know, process, but it's just the products have just been very, very reliable through and through. And um, I have nothing but good things to say about it. You know, I mean, the tool, the iPunch tools are awesome. You know, my guys love using them. I, I mean, you know, we go through our, in our vertical, most of our end of the business is uh, multi-tenant uh, or MDU. Environment and being able to go into knock out these units in a quick fashion with that punch tool is—I mean, it's really there's there's no competition that can really touch that. I mean, yes, other companies have them, but just the way that the the jack inlays into the tool and the the quick punch and cutting—I mean, it's just it's really been flawless. I'm glad to hear. I I can tell you I have kind of a unique perspective in that uh, I knew this company very well before I came here. Um, And one of the reasons why I came here is because watching them over the years that they bought from me, I saw 
how they dealt with their customers. And uh, I mean, let's face it, manufacturing is manufacturing. Every now and then something happens. So it really depends on how you deal with it and how you react to the situation that sets us apart from a lot of the other guys. Uh, never have I ever seen any customer, no matter what the situation was, walk away unhappy because we take great pains in making sure that whatever the issue is, the customer is not the one that ends up having to pay pay the price or suffer, put it that way. Um, that's why I made the switch. Um, the company has kept that up since I got here, so over the last 10 years, um, and have, have even become stronger at that. Uh, it's, it's really the customer service and the way we deal with customers is probably one of the things that we are best known for. And that's, that's how we've been able to grow the business because we take such good care of our customers, put it that way. And if I may, I, I kind of want to touch a little bit on that, mm -hmm. on just your organization and your company. Um, you know, one of the reasons that I'm so excited to be partnered with Vertical Cable is you guys give so much back to the community. Not only did you guys give so much back to our community project this year, but you did last year. Uh, so, you know, without Vertical Cable, we don't have these community projects. Mm -hmm. And I know in my heart of hearts that you guys do that, not because you want to get your brand recognition out there, not because you, you know, want to put your name on things. You guys do it because I, I can see it just from Mike and Masa. I mean, it's core to your nature of giving back. So I think that carries through to the company. And, and for me, that's that's what I appreciate most is having a company like yourselves being able to partner with organizations like ours to be able to do these great things in the community. And for me, that's amazing. So thank you again and kudos to you guys. I don't mean to keep kissing some butt here, but <laughs> it, it, it's truthfully, it's, it's the reason we choose to do business with organizations like yours. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, I think we should do uh, next year, we, we should invite Mike, uh, uh, the owner, and, uh, and Masa, and, and Joe, and I think you, 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 you'll have really good conversation, and you will see why uh, we are who we are, because it's like, as you said, it's, it's in the core, you know, and it, it comes from, 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 from the top, and comes from, from the bottom of the company, so it's it just, you know, uh, it's just really uh, nice to be part of, and um but you guys doing amazing job uh, with these projects, uh, uh, Ray. Do you have uh, like any anything uh, in in like you're working on right now for the next one? So we're talking about it. There's been a couple people that have brought up some places they'd like to do it, um, and I think we're going to do the same thing that we did last year, and and hopefully get some feedback from guys in the community. Uh, what we did last year, actually this year. <laughs> We're still in this year, ladies and yes, gentlemen. Yes, we are. <laughs> no, we're still in this year for at least another month. Um, what we did out in February is we basically put like a uh, survey out, and anybody that filled it in was able to be a part of this. And we had about 30 different applications, and we sifted through those 30 and narrowed it down to the top three, and then the top three obviously became the Ben Wilson Project. Um, I really think that's a good idea that we do that again. Uh, that way, we're getting you know, submissions from all across the country. And, you know, as long as we can get somebody with uh, boots on the ground in that location that can kind of spearhead a bit of it, I think it could be a good project. What do you guys think? I like it. I think that's a great idea. Pretty cool idea, yeah. yeah the, the ability to spread it out across the country to give more, um, I guess, more areas a chance to participate, it makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, I don't know if you knew this. I'm just trying to push this work off into somebody else. So, <laughs> Smart. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the project is fun. It's it's a ton of work. Um, and I'm, I'm happy to do it. It's just I, I, I think next year I'd like to see another community, you know, receive something like this. So if anybody listening has got any ideas for organization in their backyard, they'd like to support. You know, please reach out to uh, our group here, and, and and we'll definitely work with you to maybe get your chosen recipient on the list. So I think it's a good idea. So what's coming down the pike for you guys over there, Vertical Cable? What besides you know all the new fiber and you know the new tools? What do you guys have coming down the pike that you know maybe you can tell us about? Right now, I I'd say the biggest thing is fiber. 
Um, we've we've the pandemic put us a little bit behind. Um, we should be much further ahead than we are right now. But the nice piece is we're jumping into it now with basically, I'd say, 85% of the stock in place, yeah. which is helpful. So um, it'll make it, I think, a little bit easier. Uh, some people have been using it, and they already know it. But there's some really kind of cool stuff in there. And it's not all fiber. Some of it is copper-related on the harsh industrial side. Um, it's it's just another whole level of products that we've never really had before. Um, so it makes it quite interesting, and it's uh, actually kind of exciting. Well, and speaking of the additional product lines, I don't know. I mean, people know you from your cable and from mm-hmm. your slimline patch cables and all that. I don't think people know that you guys have basically the full gamut. I mean, I use your open frame racks, your closed racks, your shelves. I use all that all the time. And for the longest time before I knew about vertical cable, I was just going and getting like a trip light rack or whatever off Amazon. And especially their open frame racks, they're very thin metal, very cheap construction. They're not very sturdy. And for less money, I'm buying your open frame racks that are built like tanks. Once I put them on the wall, those things are not moving. It's a much thicker gauge wire, much better construction. I trust those racks a million times more than I trust those trip lights. And I can't thank you enough for just covering that whole gamut. I mean, I use your racks on almost all my installs now because they just, they work. I, I, I trust them. They're strong. They're sturdy. They're great. Great. That is really good to know. Um, yeah. Most most people, I think one of the biggest things about the the open racks that I hear back is the um, depth adjustability. Yeah, I mean, the, the one thing that I didn't like about Triplate is you guys have your standard tiers of rack. What they do is to try to, you know, make less products. They have one rack that can go to three different sizes. So you're putting bracing in to do, right. I think it's like an 8, 12, or 16. And it's weird cross braces. It's just not sturdy. Whereas you guys, you go and build a 12U, you build a 16U, you build the 8, you build the 6. So when you get that, it's one strong piece of metal. And it's a thick gauge metal. I mean, you could yank on those things are not coming down i would not put all my weight on one of those trip light racks no matter how well i anchor it to the wall so yeah i mean i can't thank you guys enough for doing that and i mean the shelves i love your shelves because those one use i've gotten weird ones with weird lips on them i've just had a lot of issues with um different shelves that i bought off of amazon and i mean shelves come in handy because of our modems and our firewalls and all that and it's just exactly what I want in a rack. It's it's perfect. It's inexpensive. It works for me. And uh, I mean, you guys cover the game with all the keystones. Uh, you have a waterproof coupler, if I remember correctly. I think Mike sent me one of those one time. Yeah, um, we, we we have we have uh, um, uh, we used to have those couplers um, uh, just for uh, twisted pair. Uh, yep. Well, no, not well. Uh, now we have it for fiber as well, but we have yep. more options for. Twisted pair systems as well, like uh, the little uh, the, the different couplers for in, again industrial and harsher environments. We covered it pretty pretty well, but yeah, th- those are pretty cool, like yeah. outlet modules and um, uh, socket to socket or socket to IDS uh, kind of thing. Yeah, no, it's great, and I mean, I, I personally have used your audio cable when I was wiring up my home theater system here great audio cable pulled perfectly out of the box i've bought other audio cable from another company out of california that we won't name it starts with an m won't won't name them um and that pulled both like crap um but yours your audio cable too pulls just as smoothly as the uh cat six and cat five wire i mean i i'm starting to use more and more of the gamut every time i reach out to theron over at cable and connections last him for something he goes oh yeah vertical cable has that you just want theirs sure why not <laughs> Uh, wh- wh- one more thing I just remembered, um, uh, one of the new things. Um, we updated the boxes for CAT6 and CAT5. He uh, made it our plans, and they are coming out uh, pretty soon. Uh, they are incredibly sturdy. Like, you can jump on them. You can do whatever you want with them. 
and also we um, decreased the uh, diameter of uh, Cat 6. Now it's like slim uh, version, uh, and uh, that allowed us to uh, decrease the weight um, up to almost five pound, pounds per box. And we decreased uh, the the box, so you can you can fit more on the pallet as well. So just and they, they they will look great, and most importantly, they will be like uh, you know this glossy, uh, moisture resistant material and super super sturdy. That's that was our goal. Like uh, we had we ran like the test uh, version of it for Cat Six. Ray, I brought them to Ben Wilson Center, but uh, new version of those boxes. They will be much thicker, like this ones. They were um, uh, something 44 um, uh, units, and this one will be uh, 55 or 66. So it will be like super, super sturdy, moisture resistant, and um, it will be pulling super great. Um, And that was, you know, that was our goal. Uh, So it's coming up, and I'm very, very super excited about it because I just like. The, the way they look at this. Like for me for, for me that's the most important <laughs> for, for you guys take whatever it's all about you how it looks Mike we get it we get it <laughs> so Mike is, is the cable that was in the box that you, the slim cable that you sent us for the project is that the same cable though because that stuff I, is awesome I uh, yeah I no uh the 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 slim version yes there was uh it was uh, uh it was that I believe I sent you uh mixed uh mixed batches uh, but uh, I mean, it was the same Cat Six cable. Uh, but uh, the, the there were shortages with uh, cable. Uh, there still are. But uh, I was trying to get you as as much as possible of the, the slim version so you can try it. But I believe it was mixed. But uh, most of it was, was slim type. Yes. Yeah. No. It was uh, stuff pulled really, really well. Um, definitely, definitely a lot better than than what we were used to with older variants and. No kinks. It, it just pulled nice. So it's awesome. It's great news. And I don't know how you guys were able to do it without that center spline. That was one question that kept coming up is, is the center spline still a part of the cable? And I don't believe it. No. It, um, it, no. It's not. For Cat 6, uh, no. For Cat 6A, yes, but not for Cat 6. Gotcha. And that's awesome, you know, to have our own plan. Uh, our guys, engineers, they really um, uh, have option to experiment and to 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 bring uh, and develop the product uh, so it meets all the standards and uh, yet gives us uh, other features like uh, smaller box and uh, less weight and uh, better look, uh, all these things. So I, I appreciate that it that it looks great. And I know, uh, I know that makes you happy. Yes. Uh, I'm definitely going to appreciate the smaller box. And Marco, who's driving a new Tesla now, definitely love the smaller <laughs> box. Because how much wire are you going to get the back of that thing? At, at this point, I hope none. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's not a whole hell of a lot of room in there. And I'm not trying to be uh, – I'm trying to be more hands-off. It's very difficult. We love that you keep updating your product. And it's funny. I'm going to send you a picture. Uh, I, I, Marco actually helped me with a marina a couple – couple years back and they had some old stock of outdoor vertical cable wire i'm going to send you pictures of the old logo mike how long have you uh, four uh plus years now okay so this definitely was not your logo so i'll make sure i send you a cop i mean i mean i i know i know how the old logo looked uh, and uh yeah it was uh uh, but it's you know it's part of part of uh, company's history and uh, i appreciate it it was uh it was uh, then, and now we have uh, this logo. Who knows? Maybe in ten years we decide to go um, with uh, something else, and that's totally, totally no- normal. Look at other brands like Apple. Uh, remember the f- very first logo? It was like Newton under the tree with the yep. Apple, like all this stuff. So it's, we're it's- not allowed to say the word Apple when raised around. <laughs> oh, God no. <laughs> the fruit company, fruit company. Yes, this fruit company in California. I'm getting triggered, guys. I'm getting triggered. I don't like it. I appreciate it. I need some therapy. Um, oh god. I I won't openly bash Apple on this podcast <laughs> today. Uh-oh. Uh oh. We'll, we'll let it go. Now you're right. It's uh, it is interesting to see the progression though, and it's 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 good that you guys not only care 
as much about the aesthetics, but you care about as much about the product and how it works. So uh, I know that there was another question, um, and I think we should talk about it. Um, uh, Joe, it's about uh, uh, slim type mm-hmm. edge cords. Yep. And um, uh, I know that there are like uh, a few, few, few gentlemen who are asking uh, about uh, specifically six uh, inches. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, do you wanna do you wanna talk about it just sure. a little bit? Sure, definitely. Um, the six inch. I think um, the issue that we were hearing is that every now and then there's one that's a little bit off. Am I correct, lengthwise? Yep. Okay. Um, what the manufacturers are telling us is that there is, because of the machinery, um, as much as a 10% variance that is possible um, in the way that they produce this. Now, I, I, this is equipment I'm not really used to because I've always been on the bulk cable side, not on the assembly side. Um, so I don't really know what constraints they're working with. But they're telling us because of that, it makes it very difficult to get a hundred percent. I mean, they will all on the length every time. There will be will be like some percentage of tolerance and right. uh, precision that any manufacturer does. We do our best uh, uh, with uh, quality control, but uh, sometimes it's just something that there's a number up to ten percent. That's the precision that's. Um, um, we guarantee. Yes. So there should never be anything more than a 10% variance. Um, anything we see like that should definitely come back to us because we'll go back to the manufacturer. That's not supposed to be happening. But up to that 10%, there's not really much that we can do. And again, Joe, correct me if I'm wrong, if uh, some uh, gentlemen uh, have um, issues and they comp- like don't accept uh, those items that are longer or shorter, mm-hmm. they can just replace them. Um, oh yeah, if they'd like. Yes. And what's the process on that, guys? Is that just go back to the distributor that you purchase it from, and you guys are guaranteeing that, or should they be reaching out to somebody? Well, uh, you guys have kind of an odd relationship because you talk to us <laughs> and the distributors. Um, I would say your best bet, like if it's cables and connections or certified connections, I mean, we know them. We talk to them every single day. So if you, like, let Mike know, Mike will tell me, um, Adam, who is my son, he's actually the salesperson for both of those accounts. We'll go back to them and say, look, we need to do a swap out. We don't necessarily even need to include them in the transaction, but we will let them know what's going on because we don't ever want a situation where six months down the road they find out you're not happy because we've been switching stuff out. And you know what I mean? It's just better to keep them in the loop than not. Um, But you don't necessarily have to go through, like send it to them to send it to us. We can do the swap direct with you if we're just swapping merchandise. Right, right, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll let them know what happened. Um, And we track it internally so that we know Uh, if we start to see a lot of it, then we'll go back to the manufacturer and really start to uh, push them. No. And that's appreciated. I don't think, Anybody in our group is going on site with 24 six-inch patch cords, knowing they're going to use 24 six-inch patch cords. Right. I, I mean, I could look at the back of my van and the back of Marco's van, and guaranteed Brandon's van's the same. If I'm doing a job where I need 24, I've probably got 90 on my truck. So oh, yeah. I don't. I don't think anybody here is having an issue where, like, oh my God, we can't do a job because we're short one patch cord. But you know, for those guys listening, make sure that. One, you're always keeping extra stock with you. And two, if you have problems, it's very clear. They'll take yeah. it back. Yeah. And we, yeah. we make it very easy. Just, you know, you guys talk to Mike all the time. Just let him know. And we'll figure it out. We we know the distributors. We know who you're buying from. So we'll let whoever know. Say, look, and we're if taking you all look at the back. bottom of your screen yeah. right now, we are broadcasting Mike's cell phone number on the bottom of the screen right now. <laughs> oh, on, this, on this radio podcast. Block, 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 block. <laughs> No, that's good. We appreciate you guys standing behind your product. Um, and and also, guys, uh, the um, um, uh, so Canada locations uh, are TDL and uh, ECS Canada. ECS, Joe, you were right. It's yep. started with E. Um, there's an ECS. There's also Componetics. Yeah, and uh, ECS, for example, uh, they are in Vancouver, Mon- Montreal, 
Toronto. So there are like m- multiple locations there as well. All right. Yeah. I'll have to mention that to the guys because I don't think they've ever mentioned ECS. And Rob, for example, skips between Montreal and uh, Toronto often. So I'll definitely mention that to him. Right now he's in Sweden, but normally he's he's working in Canada. Oh, he's closer to Czech than you are, Mike. Yes, I know. <laughs> so with all this talk about six-inch patch cables, I had a quick question for you guys. So what, like three years ago or so, we started seeing a big explosion of low voltage on social media, whether it be Instagram, Facebook. And with that, there was a huge explosion of six-inch patch cables specifically the vertical cable six-inch patch cables. From all that exposure on social media starting back three years ago, did you guys start seeing an increase in business with all that exposure on uh, social media? Um, I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily say it was an, an increase in business because I think a lot of it, I mean, some of it definitely yes because we got in a lot of new people, but um, a lot of those that were switching to six inches we're switching from one footers so we had like for instance a lot of people that were already buying the one foot that started switching to the six inch so it was kind of really a mix um there was a there was a nice chunk of new business that came from that um and those things i can remember the first shipment that came in sold out very very quickly (laughs) um and uh, but then you know on the other side there was a another whole chunk of it that was really more or less just moving it from one product to another. So it's yeah. kind of a mix, but it, it really um, kind of helped make uh, make the vertical name, put it that way, because yes, we became uh, very popular very quickly um, yeah. just from that one product. I, I have to say with Mike being as active as he is on social media, that's a huge help. I mean, you don't see the other big guys out there being as active as Mike is and interacting with the community as much as he does and Mm -hmm. reposting, resharing, commenting, all that stuff. And that's definitely a huge help. I mean, it makes us feel like we're part of the vertical cable family with having that feedback from Mike and having him be as responsive and as open as he is to all of us on Instagram. I mean, before I even really knew him, I just sent a quick message. Hey, I love your product. And he sent me a care package. I mean, that's, you don't get that from your uh, big cable vendors and that's huge. That that is one of actually one of the things I've always liked about this place. Um, they can play with the big boys, but they don't have to actually act like them. Um, we can be very different um, in the way we we approach things from what typical manufacturers do, and because we're smaller, we can do things a little quicker too, um, which helps. But yeah, you're right. For us, it it makes more sense to be, uh, let's say, in touch with the market as opposed to just being in touch with the middle of the market, i.e. distributors, um, because you don't always find out what's going on. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's it's huge, and it bodes a lot for the community. I mean, the interaction that we get with you guys, that we get with 10.4 Optics, and a, and a lot of our tight partners, the reason that people use those products is, one, because they're a great product, but, two, because of that relationship that we've been able to build over the past few years with those vendors. I mean, that speaks volumes. I think I think it helps uh, both parties to, to, to grow tremendously. It, it, it helps... Uh, you guys to to get the product you want and if you are having any issues you can you know talk to us communicate and we can make it i don't know better or uh more efficient for you and it will it will be better for both both parties and that's i think uh how how we uh how we work uh, i i just think we found it uh efficient most efficient uh way and um when both parties win. Right, absolutely. And and speaking back to the charity project, I don't think you're going to see the big guys getting into the trenches, terminating their own cable at the rack like you did, and having your your distributors also terminating that same wire. Yeah. Um, and, and that was huge to us. And having Trend Networks, too, that was also at the charity project, they hopped in and started terminating your wire. I mean, it, it was great. And... That speaks to how nice the iPunch tool is. Hat from Trend Networks never terminated a cable in his life 
And I think what, Ray, in 10 minutes, he figured it out and started terminating the rack with those guys? Yeah, between he and Jamie, he had that entire thing just rack and stack. Yeah. It was. It, it just speaks volumes to how great that eye punch tool is and how mm-hmm. somebody can just pick it up that quick. I mean, can you imagine us trying to explain to him, okay, you got to fan it all out here, twist, untwist everything, then you got to fan it out, then you got to use this punch down tool. Try to not jam the punch down tool into your hand while you're doing it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So with that being said, guys, I actually had a really good idea for your next competition. Now, hear mm-hmm. me out here because I've, I've sold this to a company locally already. I think that you can terminate, we'll call it a 24-port patch panel, with your jacks faster than you can a traditional patch panel. I think that is your next competition. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe? <laughs> was, it, was it not as good of an idea as I thought? <laughs> Let's think about it, right? <laughs> It's, I, w- I will, Mike, I will say um, he is correct in that more and more people are moving to that. Yeah. Which is why we are out of the 24 port constantly. Thank mm-hmm. God it just came back in. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I'm seeing more and more people that I talk to just saying, no, I don't, I don't want to do the punch down anymore. Just give me the, the blank with the jacks. Yeah. Well, that, it kind that, of goes against uh, convention. I mean, honestly, you talk to like old school wiring guys; they're still punching down to you know your your standard patch panel. And every time I walk into an office now that's got a standard patch panel, and I have to do any changes or any moves or any additions, I want to kill the person that was before me yeah. because you can't. I mean, you really yeah. can't. You really can't. I mean, you can, but you can't terminate to an existing punch panel. It's really difficult, it's hard, it's awkward, and you really risk the chance of interfering with wire that's already terminated. So I think modular is the way to go, and quite frankly, it's less expensive at the end of the day. I mean, you're saving so much on labor by going this route as opposed to punching a panel. And and, and honestly, punching a panel is is a skill set that, that not many people have anymore. To the point that we just made, you can hand the eye punch tool to somebody like Pet. Sorry, bud, I know you're listening. <laughs> and and he immediately knows how to terminate wire. I mean, it it is, guys. I'm probably the least technical person when it comes to this stuff, and I can terminate wire with that thing. So it's and no one showed me how to do it. It's easy. I mean, Marco, do you do you feel like I'm I'm right there? I mean, you bring on guys all the time. I mean, I, I imagine you put those in the hand of your guys, and they're off and running without. I mean, I, I would really hope so at this point in our lives. <laughs> but yes, it's a it's a very easy tool to get accustomed to, and you know, it's being in the uh, you know in the industry where we have a lot of corporate customers. It's um, it, like you, like you're saying, right? With with old uh, one ten blocks or, or punch downs. It's very hard to service them, and more times than not, you can't even pull the patch panel out of the rack. So you're trying to terminate from the reverse side over equipment in a production environment, and you're like, well, what am I going to do if this thing goes out? And believe it, (laughs) believe me, it happens. So it's it's a very, um, very smart to be using the modular style uh, keystone patch panels than anything else, really, in my opinion. And I know you have some older uh, techs on the crew. How how are they with it? I mean, they grew up with 66 blocks and 110 punchdown blocks. Uh, did they take to the modular right away, or was there hesitation with it? Oh, yeah. I mean, some of my, my seasoned guys, you know, were, I mean, they, they're from, you know, the days of AT&T, so um, even Western Union, some of them. So with the, the modular... Uh, Keystone style. I mean, they they love it. It's just they're like, oh wow, we can rearrange the the jacks however we want. You know, if we got to move something, we don't have to pull the whole patch panel out. Right. We can just you know trigger it from the front to to remove the jack. I mean, it's it, it's really uh, it just makes everything so much easier. Is is there anything else that we want to hit on, Ray? I, I think we've covered pretty much everything. I, I think we hit on it. Um, you know, just thank you guys again for taking the time out to uh, talk with us and talk to our community. Thank you for being, you know, 
probably the biggest con single contributor to everything that we do and the most charitable, that's for sure. So thank you for that. And uh, we really just appreciate the relationship that you guys have created with us. So thank you for that. And in the effort of Thanksgiving, I'm, I'm going to thank myself by stopping thanking everybody for everything. So <laughs> thanks, yeah, Ray. We, we, actually, we, forgot, uh, we forgot something, Ray. We but, forgot to mention Santa Ray. Oh, yes. Yeah, Ray, let's plug Santa Ray again. You got a nice little charity project you're working on right now. I am. Uh, this one's not a wiring project, though. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't think, you know, I didn't think it would have bothered you guys with it. But uh, today's actually Giving Tuesday. And uh, each year, Santa Ray visits a local school in need and brings uh, holiday cheer to the boys and girls, as well as a giant check. Uh, last year, even during a pandemic, we were able to raise over $6,500. And, you know, this year we're trying to beat that. It's a little tough. We started late. Um, and things are tight. Let's face it, things are tight everywhere. Uh, when I looked this morning, we had raised a little over $2,000. So we've got we've got quite a ways to go to get there. Uh, but in a couple of weeks, I'll be dressing up as a jolly old St. Nick again uh, and going down and visiting children of Independence Mission Schools and uh, reaching out to them and giving them a better Christmas. So if anybody wants to donate or help or be a part of that, I would greatly appreciate it. All the links are up on my uh, social medias and you know within our technology community and i would greatly appreciate that thanks for letting me plug that guys of course ray and let, let, let's do like we did last time uh i'll send you well no not you uh let, let's just offer some of the uh people who who will donate will get some um, uh, vertical table um items as well we have like really cool uh stuff here and maybe some products uh, I, I will send you the list and uh let's you know Offer some um, some prizes for those who donate. Awesome. I like that uh, idea. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. No, it's fun. I appreciate that. Yeah, we've. Uh, it's almost December. Tomorrow's December one. Uh, I'm not sure when this podcast is going to go out, but uh, it, it's already December. I can't believe it's it's that time of year already. And <laughs> you know, it, it's it's going to be fun. It's it's literally the best thing that I do every year. It's. It's just so fun and, and so amazing to see the look on the kids' faces, you know, because they need it. A lot of these kids don't really get to have, you know, a good Christmas, and helping this really helps them have a great holiday. So thank you again. You're thank welcome. You, Ray. Thank you for thank doing you. that. So, yeah, I think that's it for tonight. Mike, where can people learn more about Vertical Cable? Um, so verticalcable.com is our official website. And, uh, of course, uh, social media. Awesome. Yeah, and I got to say, guys, Vertical Cable on Instagram, Mike is very active on there. You send him a DM, he gets back to you. And uh, I, I can't thank you guys enough for jumping on this podcast today. And uh, I, we will talk soon. Thank you so much again. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, if you ever have any questions, feel free to reach out. Great. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.